surprise, you did? KBLA Talk 1580. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a lot to talk about. King Kong ain't got <laughs> on me. On me. On me. You ready? It's the queen of royal badness. It's time for the Rob Report with Robin A. Highlighting people and things you should know about. Robin's got you covered. <laughs> Follow Robin at Robin Ayers. You're listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Robin's got a lot to talk about. Let's get this party started. I am so excited to be here. Welcome to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580, where we bring you the latest in entertainment news, trending topics, and interviews. I'm your host, Robin Ayers. And listen, before I go any further, I have to stop right now and acknowledge the incomparable king of motivation, Les Brown, for blazing up his month-long residency in February exclusively right here on KBLA Talk 1580. If you haven't done it yet, please do yourself a favor. Go back, listen to those podcasts, get yourself prepared, get yourself focused and motivated for life or your career, or wherever it applies in your life, all right? I know he certainly has done that for me. So again, Les Brown, we thank you. And I'm, I'm honored, actually, to be handed the baton uh, that's been extended to me right here in this time slot. Uh, I also hope that you've been enjoying my brilliant colleague in her new drive time programming, Ariva Martin, in real time. There's one thing that I know, which is for sure, that after listening to Ariva, you're going to walk away smarter. You're going to walk away feeling more empowered with the knowledge that you get from our show. So, Ariva, salute to you, sister. It is, you know what? It is Women's History Month. So, I really salute you, Ariva. Uh, and right now, you get you get me right after Ariva Martin in real time. You get to rock with Robin Ayers. How about that? How about that? You are always more than welcome to call in uh, to the show at any time. If you want to do that and you want to add to the the raw report, you can call 1-800-920-1580. And you can also stream us live. Listen, that's one of my favorite things. I love my YouTube community. You guys be holding it down. Um, So stream us live at the uh, KBLA 1580 YouTube page. You can also find it from the app. While you're over there on the internet, make sure you're following all of our socials at KBLA1580. Follow me at Robin Ayers as well. And if you are uh, on YouTube right now, I I think I want to do something fun. I think I want to do something a little creative right now. If you are watching me right now, and I think I'll, I'll mention this again, but if you're watching me right now on YouTube, Take a screenshot. Let me smile real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Okay. If you take a screenshot and uh, post it, you can you can post it to your socials. You can put it in your your stories. You can send it to me in the DM if you don't want to go ahead and (laughs) and you don't want to post it. But I think we can do something fun here. Um, We'll choose probably tomorrow after I see all the fun stuff you guys are doing. Uh, I'll choose somebody at random and we'll get you a special prize. I don't know what the, the prize is yet. All right. Don't don't press me. This, this is just fun and, and right off the top of my mind. But I think we can have some fun and I'll choose somebody. I'll, I'll uh, we can we can do something really fun with a special prize right there. I am so happy to report that I'll be here with you Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on your drive home. 
this is the entertainment show, so we got to keep it fun. We got to keep it, you know, you know, hyped up. Got to keep it with some energy. Happy Black Women's Day, and we are officially inside Women's History Month. I, I don't know if you knew that. It's Black Women's History Day. I mean, Black Women's Day inside Women's History Month. I think that is so fresh that we get the first day of March 1st inside the month. I think that is really, really cool. February, though, was uh, jam-packed. We had so much going on over here at KBLA. We just concluded the month with an outstanding event yesterday. It was popping over there in West Hollywood at the London uh, Hotel. It was incredible. The KBLA Black History Month luncheon where we honored several black media icons. Icons. When I tell you, I was... Sitting in awe that whole time, we had uh, we we were honored to uh, have Beverly White and Pat Prescott and Pat Harvey, Jim Hill, Sandy Banks, Mark Brown. We we honored Leslie Sykes and we had the mayor Karen Bass who attended as well. She shared her remarks. Um, it was just a fantastic inter- uh, luncheon. It was the event was just incredible. I felt so honored to be amongst so many greats. So uh, I've said it already, but again, to the KBLA team, to Tavis Smiley, incredible, incredible job. Uh, That was really, really fun. All right, y'all. All right now. What you can expect to hear on The Rob Report. We're going to have some fun. Uh, We'll give you a list of trending topics every single day. Some trending topics of what's going on in the entertainment uh, world because I think you should know. And I like to stay abreast. I like to stay up on everything that I got going, you know, everything that I learned in entertainment. And I want you to be up on it as well. Uh, You're going to hear from some of my favorite entertainment writers, reporters, uh, correspondents. They're going to be calling in every day, helping us to break down these topics. And today, speaking of uh, women's history, we're going to we're going to have some fun with this one. Um, Stephanie Mills. We love Stephanie Mills icon. She is talking about the comparisons between Beyonce and Diana Ross. I know, I know. If you haven't seen it, we'll break it down with our uh, contributor today. Uh, Also, we're going to be talking about Kodak Black, who was ordered to go to rehab. But this is, we're going to get a little bit deeper um, with this topic. You'll see where we go with it. Number three, we're talking about Tory Lanez and his new sentencing date. Um, Also, the gag order was lifted. I don't know if you knew that, but uh, we will we will talk about that. We're also going to talk about Michael B. Jordan calling out some girl on the red carpet. She's not some girl. She's a beautiful woman. Uh, we'll talk about why everything has gone awry. And we're also going to talk about Drake and uh, what he might be doing as far as the entertainment industry goes. We'll break all of that down And so much more on the other side. You are listening to KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there. You're inside the Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Raw Report Report. with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 1580. 
still inside the Raw Report, bringing you the latest in entertainment news, uh, trending topics, and interviews. Shout out to y'all over there in YouTube. I see you. I appreciate you. I love y'all rocking with it. And definitely make sure you go ahead. Oh, you're doing it already. You're voting. Uh, we like that. So will you tune into the Raw Report with Robin Ayers every day? That's a good poll right there. I like that poll. <laughs> Make sure all of y'all answering yes. <laughs> uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, joining me today is my entertainment contributor who has been featured on Bravo and own MSNBC. He is a pop culture expert. Please welcome DJ Richie Sky to the Raw Report Rich, how you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm, you know, I'm I'm fantastic. It's Women's History Month. This is the first Raw Report. This is March 1st. We're starting off things with a bang here. I love it. Thank yeah. you for having me on this momentous occasion. Oh, yeah. No, I, I definitely appreciate you. I appreciate your time. Uh, I want to go ahead and get in here because, listen, Richie, you know, you already know you're you're an expert here. So I want you to help me break down some of these topics. It's a lot happening over in the entertainment world right now. Uh, but I, I thought it would be fun to start off with um, the topic of Stephanie Mills. She's. I know I know I know she's catching so much heat and we love we love Stephanie Mills and we I think we know where she's going with this but if you haven't heard she was in a in an interview recently where she was discussing the differences between Diana Ross whom she calls royalty and she says you know everybody she wanted to be like Diana Ross when she was uh, younger and she's comparing her to Beyonce who you know, this generation thinks is the queen as well. Um, Richie, tell me tell me your thoughts on Stephanie Mills discussing the two of them. You know, it's, it's such an interesting comparison to make, right? I mean, because I feel like Diana Ross is, it, she's a walking legend at this point. I was just going back to prepare for this. Mm. And I'm realizing Diana Ross has 25 studio albums out. Mm. Like, how do you even begin to comprehend even comparing the two of them? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm a firm member of the Beehive as well. So it's, this isn't <laughs> this isn't a knock at Beyonce at all. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do somewhat disagree with Stephanie Mills' assertion that Beyonce is hip hop because mm -hmm. I feel like that. And listen, there's nothing wrong with hip-hop because we, that's what we grew up on. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I feel like to sort of just place her in that space kind of takes away from some of the other areas in which she has begun to um, dabble in, you know, in her, mm -hmm. in her career. Like dance music, she's done country, she's done rock. You know, we've gotten a lot of those combinations in the last few albums so mm -hmm. i don't know i think i think kind of putting her in that little space and it's not a little space if you know what i mean i just feel like uh it doesn't really mm. get at exactly who beyonce is at this point in time mm. that's a great point and you know there were a lot of people both taking up for stephanie mills and you know kind of coming at her a little bit she caught a lot of heat behind what she said and it felt like um i if, if i'm 
conveying maybe the the thoughts of what black Twitter was talking about or social media was talking about. It felt more like a dig at Beyonce. But I think I understand where she's coming from. She's saying, listen, I grew up with Diana Ross and she was considered royalty to us. And let's not let's not sleep on it. She's uh, still just as relevant. You know, Diana Ross is where I'm looking here in the YouTube and uh, Deborah Chicoa shout out They're They're saying, I, obviously, she's a legend. You know, Diana Ross is a legend. But to the people who are born, what, in the 1990s, the 2000s, the 2000s, they will they will consider Beyonce the royalty of our times, right? So isn't it fair Absolutely. to say that, you know, some people say, hey, you wouldn't have had Beyonce without, uh, you, without Diana Ross, which is true. But then someone else is going to come in the future and say, we wouldn't have had this next person without a Beyonce, right? Is that fair to say? Absolutely. And I feel like it's it's, it's an unfair comparison, to mm-hmm. be honest with you, mm-hmm. because, again, you're comparing Diana Ross, who has had decades upon decades and, mm-hmm. again, 25 studio albums. Right. And Beyonce is, it, by comparison, still relatively early in that trajectory. So she still has so far to go, mm-hmm. even though she's done so much. So can you imagine what's next? Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, both of these women, all of these women that we're talking about are just incredible and legends in their own right. I just I hate the idea of comparing one to another because it makes it sound as though we're taking away from the achievements of one. But uh, Beyonce is incredible. Of course, Diana Ross is a legend and she's also incredible. And Stephanie Mills is also incredible. And I and I and I know where she was coming from with that. So um, again, it is it's Women's History Month. We ain't we ain't slandering no women around here. So <laughs> we give them all props, right? <laughs> not today. Not today. Not today. Not on the Raw Report. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about Kodak Black. Now, this one is interesting to me. Um, and, and I'm not necessarily the biggest Kodak Black fan. I'm so sorry for anyone who may be. But this is a, a really interesting topic because he was ordered to go back to, to or to go to rehab for testing positive for fentanyl and you know that breaks my heart number one just because it does um it also breaks my heart because his attorney unfortunately is trying to get him off of going to rehab by saying that uh maybe there was a mix-up at the lab and maybe you know it was someone else's fault because my client kodak black is not or he he did not test positive for fentanyl but you know where i wanted to get your opinion on uh rich is maybe you can talk about this a little bit more we've had so many rappers and and artists who died of drug overdoses and especially this fentanyl thing it came in and it is just a force to be reckoned with and so many people are overdosing and dying so I'm looking at the lawyer a little a little side-eyed. What, what do you think about the fact that, you know, the lawyer's trying to get him off? And, and I want your opinion on if Kodak Black should be like a role model for other rappers right now. <laughs> um, can, we, can we have a real honest conversation? Please do. Please do. Okay. We're going we're gonna to look at this from two ways, right? Mm-hmm. I, I want to look at the black and white of it, and then I want to also answer that role model question. Mm. For me, that role model question is no, absolutely not. But Because now we got to look at the black and white facts of the case, right? Okay. The, the defense declined to have Kodak tested for a hair sample. 
right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the hair sample can go further back up to up what ninety days mm, at this yeah, point. Yeah. So what you're saying to me is you don't want Kodak to be tested for anything further than ninety days because there could be some fear of what may be found in his system mm-hmm. from the past ninety days, not just recently, right? Mm-hmm. So it feels to me like there may be something that they don't want to have discovered there. Then you look at the next just and I know people are not their past, but we got to look at the history, right? Mm -hmm. You know, he had a search of his vehicle revealed that he was in possession of oxycodone pills Mm -hmm. as well as, you know, all this cash, which is in and of itself fine, right? But there's a trafficking charge there. Not to mention there are previous charges of child neglect, grand theft, Mm. uh, possession of a firearm, um, weapons possession, armed robbery, sexual assault, probation violations, fleeing from officers. So when I look at all of that, I'm thinking to myself, um, there's a problem here. Yes, there is a problem there. So there's a problem and there's a pattern. So we gotta, we, until we deal with that Mm -hmm. and, and the, and the past history, we we can't we can't move forward with considering this man a role model mm. and i feel like he something needs to be done so that he learns a lesson and he grows from these instances because he's not growing from them right now yeah yeah and i, I take your point and i i agree with you wholeheartedly my my issue or it's, you know the way that i'm thinking about this whole role model thing because just off top no i don't think <laughs> kodak black is a role model i definitely don't think that but i what i'm saying is i'm almost wondering if who is gonna take the 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 torch who is gonna light the torch and say hey so many of us are in the same field we all got love for each other we're featuring on each other's songs we're writing for each other we're getting in the studio together we have to stop this so you know not not only the the killings but the drug use as well because so many people are dying so i feel like kodak black in this moment has an opportunity to say, you know what, You're I'm right gonna, on that. yeah, and I feel like in that way he could be a role model. I would love for somebody to do that. I would love it too, but I think at this point the attorney is doing what the attorney is supposed to do, right? They're mm-hmm. doing what they're paid to do. Let's get the client off, right? Yeah. So if if he gets off and there's nothing that comes of this, it almost feels like I mean, when are we? There's an opportunity there, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But when is he going to take that opportunity to go in a different direction? Mm-hmm. And if that were to happen, then I can consider that a role model. Mm, see that? Now you now you preaching, Rich. Now you preaching. That's what I'm talking about. I would love that. Or if it's not going to be Kodak Black, who is it going to be? And I will, I, I ain't going to buy your music. I'll support you in another way <laughs> because I'm not necessarily <laughs> a fan. But you know what? I will, I will get behind that wholeheartedly. I think somebody needs to step up. And, you know, we'll see what happens out of this. Uh, you know this order that he's being sent to rehab we'll see what happens hopefully uh, he'll get himself together and get clean Uh, wish him well on that let's jump on to this Tory Lanez uh, topic Rich, okay, here's the deal. We, you know, (laughs) Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion took over the internet for, you know, it it was months and months and, uh, you know, especially when the trial was happening. So many people wanted uh, Tory Lanez to take the stand and, and he did not. I'm pretty sure his attorneys advised him against that. Um, he was initially supposed to be sentenced a couple of days ago, but the sentencing has now been moved to April 10th. 
but the gag order has been lifted. He did have a gag order, but now it has been lifted. Do you think that Tory Lanez, I mean, is do we have an interview coming? Do you think we have a song coming to tell his side? What do you think? To be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that from him because we saw before he, before this whole thing was set in place, the gag order was set in place, he was talking and he was doing a lot of talking, not only through his music, at concerts, tweeting and all that kind of stuff like that. And I feel like, to be honest with you, mm -hmm. a lot of that talking does sway public opinion. Mm. And so that to me, I feel a little bit fearful about that because I remember what it felt like looking at social media when he was talking, when he was tweeting, mm -hmm. when he was making songs about this. And I just feel like it sends us down another dangerous road because I feel like it incites. I just feel like it incites hatred towards Megan Thee Stallion. And mm. I don't want to get into who did what and what because I wasn't there. Yeah. But what I don't like is what I see on social media. And I feel like it just feeds the beast. Does that make sense? Oh, it absolutely does make sense. And I was saying the same thing. It's just so unfortunate how uh, everyone tore her down. I mean, he was he was. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, he was convicted of, of that crime. And it, it was it was a horrible situation. But I wonder if he later regretted not taking the stand. And uh, because, you know, we don't know at this point if that would have helped or hurt or helped or because it already hurt. Right. He wound up being convicted anyway. But we don't know. Uh, maybe there was another side. Maybe he could have. Uh, well, hold on. First of all, let me just say if he was guilty, he was guilty. All right. That's hands down. If he was right. guilty, he was guilty. And nothing he could have said would have gotten him out of that. But in, in, a, in a case where he's claiming to be innocent. Um, I wonder if if it would have helped at all if he would have uh, taken the stand to, you know, vouch for himself and tell his side of the story. Now, you know, I'm not a lawyer, right? But I watch <laughs> a lot of law and order. OK, <laughs> yes. come on, lawyer. Come on. Come on. law, Come on, TV lawyer. Okay. And, and what it always feels like when I'm watching these cases is that when the um, the when the accused take the stand it never seems to work out to their benefit mm. so it always feels to me like they try to keep them from taking the stand keep them from taking well here's the thing uh, and you're right about that but here is the interesting thing about it you would think that uh, artists uh, you would think actors you know creative people in that in that way that that this sounds a little I don't know how this sounds but I'm just thinking that they have the preparation so to speak to go and because I, I think where I'm going with this is attorneys really try to keep their clients off of the stand because they don't know how they'll be lined up and questioned by the exactly. opposing attorneys right but someone who is used to you know being in a situation you know of uh, under pressure like these performers they go out there and they can handle it right you would think that uh, that would be the case for clients such as Tory Lanez I mean do you do you agree with me on that or am, am I put am I pushing it right I, now I, I kind of <laughs> agree because but mm -hmm. think about it like this performing their songs is one thing but like can you imagine if, if you ever listen to someone talk and if you listen to them long enough they typically reveal the things that they never thought that they would reveal mm -hmm. i feel like performers and actors and entertainers they're great at what they do and some of them are great off the cuff but not all of them mm. 
You are right about that. And you have got to be well-trained and a well-controlled and measured person, I think, to be able to go through with that. And I don't know if they felt like he was that measured and controlled to be able to have that, um, to go through that line of questioning. Well said, well said. Well, I'll wrap it up with this. Mimi says, it's time for Tori to prepare for sentencing and do his time. Listen, that's what she said on YouTube. So shout out to y'all on YouTube. Uh, on the other side, Rich, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to keep you around a little bit so we can break down these other topics. Uh, right now we have news, traffic, and sports. You are listening to The Raw Report on KBLA Talk 1580. More of The Raw Report with Robin Ayers when we come forward. You are inside the Rob Report. I'm sorry, I had to, I had to rock for a minute because Andy, you you putting me on right now. Andy, you know, that's feeling good. You are still inside the Raw Report. Uh, if you are just tuning in, we are breaking down the entertainment news right now with some trending topics and my awesome contributor who is with us today, Richie Sky. Uh, if you haven't listened already, we were talking about Stephanie Mills and her breaking down her discussing the differences between Diana Ross and Beyonce, which we know they are both incredible women. We also spoke about uh, Kodak Black, and he was recently ordered to go to rehab because, you know, he tested positive for fentanyl. And unfortunately, that's happening with a lot of rappers these days. But we wish him well. Hope he gets better soon. Uh, Tory Lanes, we were talking about the fact that, listen, he is... His gag order has been lifted. We don't know if he's going to do a song. We don't know if he's going to do an interview and tell his side of the story finally because he did not take the stand. Uh, Richie, R Richie is in the uh, the building with us. He's he's on the phone right now. Uh, let's go ahead and jump back into this trending topic, which is Michael B. Jordan. I know you saw that. That that one took me out oh, right yes. there. You know what? The funny thing is, I don't know if you, you, my YouTube community over there, and if you're listening on the on the uh, KBLA app, pull it up, pull it up, and see for yourself before the interview even begins on the red carpet. Michael B. Jordan is kind of standing to the side. He's not even giving her all of his attention because it looks like he knows who she is and who she is. I'm I'm talking about uh, a correspondent by the name of L'Oreal, beautiful young woman. And uh, she was at the uh, premiere for Creed 3, which is his directorial debut. And he's also starring in the film, obviously. Uh, and she was, you know, getting ready to do her nice little cool little interview. You know, I've been there. I know what that energy feels like. And she's like, hey, you know, I use, I, you know, I, I went to school with you. And he was like, yeah, the corny kid. Right. And he pulled something up and she was he pulled something up from back in the day. And she was like, no, that I didn't say that I was misquoted. And it turns out, ultimately, she was misquoted. That wasn't her who said that he was corny, but it was, in fact, a, a woman who she was speaking with at, at an interview at some point back in the day. And the other woman called him corny. But L'Oreal was saying, listen, um, we did go to school together, Michael B. Jordan and I. Back in the day, we were 12 years old. We only went to school for a year at one point. And uh, we made fun of each other, but... Did that take you aback when Michael B. Jordan called her out and he was like, yeah, I remember you had a corny kid, right? Well, how, what did you think about that, <laughs> Rich? All right. So I have gone over this like a couple of times in a couple of different ways. 
Now, I know for a lot of us that grew up, we got picked on for whatever. And I think sometimes when we get older, we look back at those people that picked on us and we want to have that moment like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, remember when you said this about me? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a few on my list. <laughs> now I'm just playing. <laughs> okay. Okay. That, but that's real though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like he had a real moment mm. in public. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I, I would. It, it's not anything that I would want to do in that moment if I'm if I'm him. To be mm, honest with you, okay. Because I kind of feel like he's on the red carpet. He's got he's there to do a job, mm-hmm. and ultimately, that job is to promote that movie, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to come down on him too hard for for having that that human moment right then and there because mm-hmm. I felt like that's what happened because he was definitely giving her the eye like, <laughs> oh, oh, I know yeah. who you are. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But yes. at the end of the day. The brother is in position to do some amazing things. Yeah. And he's, you know, got that opportunity. So I think at a certain point in time, you sometimes have to rise above. Mm, okay. And yeah. ask yourself, what would Beyonce do? <laughs> or Diana Ross? <laughs> or Jesus. <laughs> what would Jesus do? Yeah, no, okay. you, you said, what would that Beyonce part, do? Part. Or Diana Ross. That's a great... That's great because Diana Ross is royalty. Remember, she is classy and royalty. So, yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. <laughs> She's not hip hop either. Yeah, that, that's but, um... right. That's right. <laughs> that's a great point. I, I, I like how you put that. I mean, I was asking myself, I'm like, listen, whose responsibility is it? I look at it two different ways. On one hand, if you mm. are in media um, and L'Oreal, and I'm, I'm, I think the, the, um, She's been in the business for a while, but the other young lady, I think she's also in the business or she's a girlfriend of her. But you have the responsibility to watch what you say at any given point. You have to really be careful about who you're slandering. You have to be careful about what you're saying. But also, Michael B. Jordan is in a professional setting. He's on the carpet. They spend millions of dollars on the film. They spend so much money on this on this red carpet premiere. And this is a professional setting. So who whose responsibility is it to keep that professionalism going, right? Should Michael B. Jordan have called her out? Because according to uh, Joe Budden, who is a former artist and now a podcast host, he says Michael B. Jordan is corny just for calling her out on the carpet. Do you agree with that? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. And I think that um, in in light of Joe's own career mm-hmm. um, and having said things about people and having having them come to bite him behind, in the behind later, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, for me, I feel like, listen... Joe is entitled to his own opinion. Yeah. But I I also think that sometimes Joe's own opinion gets him in trouble. So yeah. I don't know if he should necessarily be the one to speak on this matter yeah, in that way. Right. <laughs> but, you know, everybody got their opinion. Yeah, exactly. But I will say this. Uh-huh. I will say this. Um, I do think that she handled the situation mm-hmm. um, with finesse. Yeah. I do admire the way she did that because she kind of, she kept it moving. She didn't get stuck in terms of doing her job. Now, when we go back to what she did say mm-hmm. about him, she said that, you know, I guess maybe they crowned his name or something like that yes. when he was younger. Yeah. So there was a little bit of clownerization that happened. She might not have called him corny. <laughs> come on, clownerization. But I mean, I mean, you know, come on now. There was a yes. little bit of, um, 
there was a little bit of something that was being thrown. But, you know, again, that's when we're kids. And yeah, so yeah. kids do the craziest things. Yeah. And we can't, we, 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 we pass that now. They both doing amazing things. And Michael B. Jordan has a movie. You know what I'm saying? That's right. He got that's things right. to do. So I just feel like let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah, let it go. I, I agree with you on that. I'm watching my time here, but we have to we have to touch on this uh on this Drake situation. Now Drake talking about he is considering a a graceful exit of the of the of the entertainment business. Is it time? Drake is 36 years old, but he has obviously all these accolades, all these achievements, all these awards, a five-time Grammy award winner. Um has he done enough? Is it time for for Drake to go to gracefully bow out? Well, I I mean, I, I Okay, so I always hear, like, when you go into business, always have an exit strategy, right? Mm. You know, everybody says that. But I, I, and so I think it, that he's thinking about it in the long term is smart. But I, I think in the short run, he ain't going nowhere. To me, <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm seeing right now is a lot of our hip-hop artists get, are, they seem like they're getting better as they grow older. Like, as Ooh. they age, I feel like they're getting better and more sophisticated. And what they're talking about continues to level up and they continue to inspire us as they get older. So um, I, I don't want him to go anywhere. I want him to keep doing his thing and let's see where it goes. But Ooh. the fact that he does have that exit plan in mind, I'm, I'm sure it will be into some other business ventures that we can all still follow. And, you know, uh, to a certain degree, want to emulate. Mm, I, I like the way you said that. And, and, you know, I'm pulling a few examples in my head, you know. Dr. Dre, who entered the business yep. when he was young, and now he is, you know, just, uh, he's incredible. He is putting so many other people on, and he has uh, diversified his own portfolio in what he does. Jay-Z is another example. He, he entered in a young man's game, and he, now he's older, but again, he's diversified. So I think there's room for Drake to uh, maybe do some other things, even if he is not going to put out a rap album anymore. But Jay-Z said the same thing. Remember, Jay-Z was like, yeah, I'm done, but he came back and uh, you know, he gave us more music. So um, I, I don't know if Drake is going anywhere, but it's a it's a cute thought. Uh, but I, I think he would deprive his fans <laughs> right now if he uh, if he decided to leave. So, um, yeah, yeah. Hope hope Drake stays around. And, and I will say this, too. I think that when you look at the Kodak Blacks who are still young in their careers, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. What you can see there is. Hopefully, when you look at where somebody like a Jay-Z has gone, where somebody like a Dr. Dre has gone, we can hopefully see Kodak come around to that level mm -hmm. as he grows and take those and take those those um, those avenues that we've seen the Jay-Z's and the and the um, and the Drake's possibly taken in the future. Wow. Very, very well said. I, I think I agree with you on that. And on that note, I would like to thank you for joining me on The Raw Report as my contributor tonight. I love I love your, your perspective on things. And so I uh, truly appreciate you. And we got to have you back. Thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. And where can, where can we uh, find you? Where can we follow you? You guys can find me at DJ Richie Sky on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. And my website is at DJRichieSky.com. Come on, DJ Richie Sky. Okay. All right. We appreciate you, and we'll have you on again <laughs> soon. Okay? Thank you. All right. Take care. When we come forward, if you ever want to know who to keep your eye on, who's got next in the industry, you might want to listen to what's coming on the other side. You're listening to The Rob Report on KBLA Talk 1580. Stay right there.
You're inside the Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. Can't you just see the smile on her face over the radio right now? Let's get back to more of the Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. If you're ever, ever curious about who I think you should be watching out for, who you think... Who, who I think is on the rise. I'm always happy to share with you my list of who's got next. And I'm pretty good at this, y'all. Please trust and believe. I know you remember uh, that group that dominated the 90s and the 2000s with songs like Tell Me, Never Make a Promise, In Bed. Um, you may have been wondering where the super group uh, Drew Hill, where they are these days and, and all of that, but they are still performing together. That is for sure. But they're all individually doing their own thing as well. Um, this particular gentleman, he is a platinum recording artist and founding member of the R&B supergroup Drew Hill. Jazz of Drew Hill is he's doing his thing and I feel like he is on the rise. Uh, he is definitely uh, doing some amazing things musically. And so we're going to go ahead and get into a little bit of Jazz's new. It's got to y'all y'all understand his name is Jazz now. His name is Jazz. It sounds very jazzy. All your love. That sounds good. Let's let's play a tiny bit of that. A tiny bit of that. That's a, that has a great feel to it. Oh yeah. I see you Andy rocking. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That feels so good. That feels so good. Yeah, he's got a few songs like this. And, you know, what's, what I'm curious about is when he does drop this project, uh, how much, you know, familiarity and nostalgia will we feel uh, when we listen to Jazz's music? Will we get those same feelings that we felt when we listened to Drew Hill in the 90s and in the 2000s? And, again, he was one of the founding members of it. So, yeah. Uh, I, I feel, I already, you know, listening to his voice, it sounds real good to me. I love that song. Again, it is called All Your Love. You can find it on, uh, you can just find wherever uh, on your streaming platforms. You can go ahead and pull it up on uh, YouTube. I like YouTube. Go ahead and, uh, while you're here at YouTube, as a matter of fact, if you haven't done it yet, go ahead and take a screenshot or a picture of of me right now. Again, I'm going to post. Okay, now just play. I'm gonna post for you. Go ahead and take that screenshot. If you post it or send it to me, make sure you tag me, and I will choose someone at random for you uh, for tomorrow. We're, we're gonna we're gonna do that tomorrow, and we will have a special prize for you. Uh, again, that's at random. Listen, Jazz, that is who's got next. On the other side, we're gonna talk about what you do not want to miss. Stay right there. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. More of. The Raw Report with Robin Ayers when we come forward. Giving you your daily dose of entertainment and celebrity news. You're inside the Raw the Report. The Raw Report with Robin Ayers on KBLA Talk 1580. And speaking of Michael B. Jordan, who was on the red carpet, he was on that red carpet having his premiere because he is sharing with us his directorial debut uh, for Creed Three 
and it's out March 3rd. We have got to support it just because, first of all, we just came up out of Black History Month. Come on, let's do it. Everybody give a round of applause for Black History Month. Give a round of applause for Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> so Creed 3, it comes out March 3rd. You know, I've heard a couple of people tell me that they have never even seen the Rocky films. And I'm like, listen, we can't have this type of conversation you cannot see rocky films and then go see creed it, it, it doesn't match you have to go back you know pay homage right and uh check out check out the rocky films the series of films and uh check out creed as well obviously uh we love michael b jordan and what he's done in one and two but this is again his directorial debut so I need us to go ahead and uh check that out that is what you do not want to miss I appreciate you all. We had a, we had a time today, didn't we? We had a time today. <laughs> I had a great time with you all. You over there in YouTube, my my YouTube family and community. I appreciate you all. I'm gonna give you one more chance to take this screenshot because then you then you about you're you're out of the uh out of the the drawing out of the raffle. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I've been I've been getting all kinds of uh, screenshots already. I appreciate you guys. I love you. And uh, listen, the next voice that you hear when we come forward is gonna be that of. Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams. He is an incredible uh, person to get your relationship intact. So that's going to be an awesome show. I am Robin Ayers. And remember, today and every day, be a blessing. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.